Today is February 14th, 2024, and you're listening to Space News First Up. First Up is sponsored by Terran Orbital, the leading manufacturer of satellite products for the aerospace and defense industries. Terran Orbital provides end-to-end satellite solutions to meet the needs of the most demanding military, civil, and commercial customers. Learn more at terranorbital.com. Here are today's top headlines in space. BAE Systems has secured the regulatory approvals needed to complete its $5.5 billion acquisition of Ball Aerospace. SpaceX postponed the launch of a lunar lander overnight because of a fueling issue with the spacecraft. The U.S. Space Force is in the final stages of completing a commercial space strategy. The Space Force will be responsible for flying a new fleet of satellites that will monitor ground targets in near real time virtually anywhere in the world. Skylo has raised $37 million to advance its direct-to-smartphone services. First Up is produced by Space News, the industry standard for professional space journalism. Visit spacenews.com for breaking news, policy updates, and original analysis. We begin today with news that BAE Systems has secured the regulatory approvals needed to complete its $5.5 billion acquisition of Ball Aerospace. The companies announced this morning that they had secured those approvals after the Justice Department ended its antitrust review early. The companies expect the deal to close in the coming days after completing a customary series of final steps. Ball Aerospace will become the space and mission systems operating sector of BAE Systems. Executives with the two companies said they believe the combined company will be able to go after larger business in the space sector. SpaceX postponed the launch of a lunar lander overnight because of a fueling issue with the spacecraft. SpaceX announced about 90 minutes before the scheduled 12.57 a.m. Eastern launch of the IM-1 mission for intuitive machines that it was delaying the launch a day because of off-nominal methane temperatures. The lander is designed to be loaded with liquid oxygen and methane propellants a few hours before launch a process that required modifications to both the Falcon 9 and equipment at Launch Complex 39A. The launch is rescheduled for 1.05 a.m. Eastern Thursday and could be the third Falcon 9 launch in the next 24 hours after launches this evening for the Space Force from Florida and of Starlink satellites from California. The U.S. Space Force is in the final stages of completing a commercial space strategy. Chief of Space Operations General Chance Saltzman said at the Air and Space Forces Association's Warfare Conference this week that the strategy is very close to being completed, but is still being coordinated with the Pentagon's Space Policy Office, which has also been drafting a commercial space strategy. Saltzman previously said he was not happy with early drafts of the strategy because it didn't have specific enough guidance on what services the Space Force would outsource to the private sector. The commercial strategy has been highly anticipated by companies across the space industry that seek more clarity around how they can compete for future contracts. The Space Force will be responsible for flying a new fleet of satellites that will monitor ground targets in near real time virtually anywhere in the world. This network of satellites, known as Ground Moving Target Indicator, GMTI, is being developed by the National Reconnaissance Office in partnership with the Space Force. Lieutenant General Deanna Burt of the Space Force said at the AFA Warfare Conference that the service will be the lead operator of the system and will directly task and control where the satellites point their sensors based on requests from regional combatant commanders. 
The GMTI satellites will offer persistent video-like surveillance capabilities that in the past were provided by aircraft such as the U.S. Air Force's Joint Surveillance Target Attack Radar System, or JSTARS. Skylo has raised $37 million to advance its direct-to-smartphone services. Using standards widely adopted by the cellular industry, Silicon Valley-based Skylo has developed the ground infrastructure that satellites already in geostationary orbit need to connect to mass market devices. The funding will allow the company to strengthen its marketing efforts and expand its geographical footprint to support more partnerships and refine services in a variety of industry sectors. Skylo currently enables texting and other low-bandwidth services, but expects to announce later this year its plans for enabling voice and data services on the network. In other news, CNBC reports that a startup developing large but inexpensive satellites has raised $50 million. K2 Space said Tuesday it raised the funding in a round led by Altimeter Capital. The company is working on large satellite buses that it argues can be more cost-effective and faster to build than traditional buses. K2 Space has not revealed any customers for its megabus, which can accommodate one ton of payload, but has won small contracts from the Defense Department and plans to launch a demonstration satellite later this year. Intelsat has won a U.S. Air Force contract to produce satellite terminals that can work with multiple networks. Intelsat will supply five terminals to the Air Force Research Laboratory under a $9 million contract that is part of the Defense Experimentation Using Commercial Space Internet Program. The terminals, called Rome, can seamlessly switch connections between Intelsat's and Viasat's fleet of satellites in geosynchronous orbit and SpaceX's Starlink satellites in low Earth orbit. The Air Force will test the Rome terminals to be delivered starting in early 2025 on military aircraft. AP reports that a delayed Japanese launch has been rescheduled for Friday night. The Japanese space agency JAXA says the second launch of its H-3 rocket, which had been scheduled for Wednesday night, was pushed back two days because of weather. The launch will carry a test payload and two small sat secondary payloads, and will be the first flight of the rocket since a failure on its inaugural launch last March. Reuters reports that SpaceX has been fined by a Washington state agency after an incident that resulted in a near-amputation of an employee's foot. The Washington Department of Labor and Industries found safety violations at a SpaceX factory near Seattle during an inspection prompted by worker complaints. That included one incident where a heavy roll of material fell and crushed a worker's foot. The state fined SpaceX $3,600 for that incident, the latest in a series of workplace safety issues at company facilities. KVEO-TV reports that SpaceX has filed plans for another expansion of its Starbase site in South Texas. The company is planning a $100 million office and industrial facility at Starbase that will include 1 million square feet of factory space, according to documents filed with a Texas agency. Work on the factory is scheduled to begin as soon as this month and be completed by the beginning of next year.